We have more trench monsters. They just keep coming. It's nonstop. It's all the time. And we're going to talk about what makes Georgia so special at Trench Monster U uh, next on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back this week with more episodes. Thanks for making us your first listen listen of your morning. We greatly appreciate that. This is coming out to you a little bit later uh, than normal this morning, but don't worry. All this week, we have guests lined up. We might even get uh, some advanced metric conversation, which is all good news for Georgia and what it means for this coming season with a couple of your, uh, your friends uh, who knows who they are? You'll, I'll, you'll figure out who those two are if you've been listening to this podcast a lot. One likes to curse, who can't do that on this podcast, uh, and one likes to do Excel spreadsheets like No Tomorrow. So we'll get to that in a moment. But today's episode, uh, thanks for downloading us on uh, Apple Podcasts, where you've listened to podcasts. Thanks for subscribing to that YouTube channel. Appreciate that. If you're on either of those platforms, switch over and subscribe and do the other on the other platform. That would greatly help your boys out. Daniel's not with me today. And so I thought I would talk about what it looks like for Georgia University, uh, University of Georgia, to be abjectly, 100% ridiculously trench monster you. And here's what I mean by trench monster. Those hog mollies up front, Kirby Smart has said time and time again, that the trenches is where uh, teams go to live and to die. Uh, he's He's been very, 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 very specific on this and very upfront that he wants to control the line of scrimmage. You control the line of scrimmage, you control the game. It goes pass pro, <clears throat> run, run, um, getting after the quarterback, havoc plays, chaos plays. If you can't give the quarterback time to throw on defense, that's success. And if you don't have time on the offensive side to throw the ball, uh, that's not successful. Uh, conversely, if you can't push guys around and get the, uh, what we'll learn here sometime this week is what it means to have an efficient first down play of getting maybe five yards or more on that first down. You're behind the chains. You're, you're not setting yourself up well on the drive. And so Kirby Smart went out. And he got all them prospects this week. Just it was day after day after day after day of prospects. Daniel Calhoun uh, out of Marietta. He six six and a half, three sixty five. Michael up down or uh, down in um, uh, Texas six seven two ninety. Daniels over from New Jersey uh, six eight three sixty and easily. Six, five and a half, three thirty-five. The the absolute objective hugeness of the offensive line is is clear as day. But then you put on top of that, you put on that every single one of these guys is listed as an offensive tackle. Now, why that's important for Georgia and what's really unique about that is that, um, well, maybe just maybe they can play a lot of different positions and they can get a lot of different places, uh, and it doesn't really matter where they play on the offensive line. Maybe that's huge. Maybe that's important. Maybe that is key. Uh, And it's very, very key uh, for us as we understand how Georgia likes to do offensive line. 
Kirby is uh, somebody who goes back and forth on who's the best five on the offensive line. He, we've seen this before where we've sh- shuffled in guys back and forth uh, and just did the best five. Now, SVP on the current roster is the best center that we have. There, there's there's no doubt about that. The dude is absolutely a center through and through. But at the same token, we have a lot of guys uh, who have flexibility, who can go from one side to the other, uh, who can uh, play left tackle or right tackle or guard or slide in. We've seen that with Xavier Trust. We don't know if he's going to lock down the left guard position this year or not. But we've seen Kirby do this. And when you have guys that are athletic and have footwork, but also the beef, they can have mobility. They can transition all over the place because what Kirby likes is versatility on the offensive line. Now, I keep saying Kirby, we're not saying Stacy, and we're going to get to that in a moment here. Who is really bringing in these trench monsters and what's going on? But the first thing is this, this run of offensive tackles, four of them, they're not all going to be offensive tackles. They're going to play the offensive line. This is your starting four of the five very, very soon, a couple of years for Georgia. These are the kids. And they're going to be going from left guard, left tackle, right uh, guard, right tackle. Who knows where? But the point is this. They are strong enough and big enough to go inside and become Ben Cleveland. And they have finesse enough to go on the outside and become Andrew Thomas. That's ridiculous versatility. And we're going to see it play out. Where Kirby's doing himself, he's getting a lot of tickets. He's getting kids that know what work ethic. He's getting kids that know what it's like to win. He's getting kids that want to come in and compete. And once you have those, once you compete, Once you have the size and once you have the skill, the rest will follow. As Kirby is famous for saying, uh, those who are successful, uh, don't worry about the success. You worry about taking care of business today and the success will come. That's what he's doing with these recruits. Uh, We're going to come back after this and I'm going to tell you what is the key to success for Georgia. Many of you uh, might be wondering, is it Stacey? Is it it the national championships? What's going on? I'm going to give you a little bit of information of what makes actually Kirby Smart the best recruiter in the nation, including for offensive tackles. Yes, you heard me. Uh, But first this. Right now, we are excited to bring back to the show Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is the abject best short on the planet. They have incredible fabrics. Birddogs.com slash locked on college. Incredible fabrics. Uh, Sweat uh, wicking. Odor control fantastic fabrics feels good on you feels good as you're going throughout the day you can swim you can go to the gym you can come back from the gym you can lounge around whatever it is that you need to do bird dogs is the best short on the planet how do i know i've tried them i have them i used to think that shorts with liners were not fun were not great i would never wear them in my entire life turns out i was dead wrong because i can't stop wearing these things birddogs.com slash locked on college for your free yeti style tumbler with every single order that you have you will get one of these and they are fantastic you i promise you i promise you i promise you you will not want to take them off that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for your free yeti style tumbler with every single order you have all right i teased before the break that we were going to come back and we're going to talk about what makes trench monster you so so incredible for georgia and let me just tell you right now it's kirby smart now many of you saying we went through sam Pittman. Matt Luke, Stacy's now here, and we're thinking to ourselves, okay, we've had offensive linemen, we've had attrition. There's been those who have gone to head coaching positions. There are those who've stepped away from the game. There are those who recruiting has ramped up with the NIL, and who knows how long we have this because it's just a 24-7 war of attrition for these coaches. And many of you are thinking, okay, Stacy could do it. Oh, now Stacy's doing it. Oh, Matt Luke couldn't do it. Oh, Matt Luke did it. Oh, Sam Pittman was it. Once we lost him, we're done. We're toast. Can I just let me encourage you, please? Chill out. 
The man who is making all of this happen is Kirby Smart. Let me show you what I mean. Let me go down the list of Kirby Smart recruits, of guys that are in the league, people who have gone to Georgia, been developed, not just developed on technique. That can be taught. Technique can be taught. It's a discipline. You have to get your mind right. You have to commit to it. You have to subject yourself to it. But I'm going to show you. I'm going to look at the ways in which Kirby has recruited people and who they are now in the NFL. Shall I? Here we go. Jamari Sawyer, who on this podcast, go back and look, go back and watch. We have been 100% on this kid ever since he was at, he, we called him one of our favorite offensive linemen. And now he's doing things with the Chargers. All of a sudden, he's a, he's a franchise tackle when they got him in the fourth, fifth round, something like that. Uh, Jamari Sawyer, Andrew Thomas, Giants, you're welcome. You're welcome, Giants. You have a 10-year stud at left tackle. Isaiah Wynn, David Andrew. Andrew, a couple of these are, are predate Kirby just by a little bit. Um, it wasn't completely him, but but still, here, here's my point. Hear me out. Warren McClendon, drafted, second team. Broderick Jones, second team right now, first team by the end of the year. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Cleveland on the Ravens. Justin Schaefer. Yes, Justin Schaefer. That's right. Add that to the list. Mims coming out this year. He's he's gonna go. He's gonna go in the first round when all is said and done. I guarantee you. Look at that list of of tackles of first, second team, competing guys, captains, stalwarts, highly graded out on their NFL roster. Look at that list, and then tell me: Was Matt Luke? Was Stacy? Was was Pittman? Were were they all the same through all of them? No, they weren't. Uh, Kirby was. Kirby was there winning national championships, getting the team to the SEC championship, developing players, getting them in, making them understand a culture, a fit, a value, a discipline. Guys, Stacey's great. I'm fantastic. He's here. uh, He is helping on the recruiting show. I do not doubt that. But when the man at top, Kirby Smart, is so, so insistent on discipline, so insistent on buying into a culture, so insistent on doing the right things, these players are all going to go off to great careers because he has tenacity, he has passion, he has incredible... It's the same thing with wide receivers. If you're a wide receiver, we've had a few of these leave, who couldn't cut it at Georgia's because you wanted to just do go routes and post routes all day long or slip screens, get the ball in your hands and try to shake somebody. You didn't want to block. You didn't want to do a concept. You didn't want to have to get route running down. Bama, how's how's route running at wide receiver right now for all y'all? I've seen I've seen depth chart. I thought Burton was supposed to be this all world burner. See, Kirby, just like a wide receiver, and if you can't block and run routes at at wide receiver at Georgia, you're done. You're toast. You're out of here. If you can't abjectly want to just dismantle a psyche of a defensive lineman and put in the hard work, put in the sweat, put in the tears, keep chopping at, at tackle, at guard, at center, you're not going to cut it at Georgia because that's Kirby's insistency and he puts it on to the offensive line coach and then it goes trickles down to everybody else. That is what makes Georgia incredible. Uh, I have used uh, culture a couple times. Uh, Kirby has a culture of discipline and many of you did see last week's episode brought Alan Judd on. I want you to go back and listen to that. And I want to say again, 
we stand with uh, abuse victims and we want all the facts out all the so that we can make a cohesive decision and and if we are not doing a good job by getting all the facts out it seems like we're hiding something it seems like we have a narrative and it actually does injustice and and disenfranchises those who are abused who need help who need advocacy when we try to sanitize things alan judd don't sanitize things get it all out there and and we can make a determination um and hiding things looks bad Kirby's culture is not a problem. You see it in on the field. There are a few things. Get the speeding under control. My goodness, start start just start just locking keys away. Start putting a, a, a screw in the on the right side of that gas pedal. Uh, culture of respecting and loving women needs to be there. Is there, and we need all the facts and the information. If somebody's not, let's let's do justice together with that. Culture is not an issue. You see it on the field. You see it off the field. Kirby is addressing these things. He is. Go back and give that a listen because the culture is just fine at Georgia and will continue to be fine. And we will continue to advocate for good things at University of Georgia, not bad things. And we will continue to advocate for the whole story, not just part of the story, so that we can actually pursue good things together. We're going to come back after this and we're going to talk who's next. All right, we're talking who's next because you look at these recruiting rankings. You look at what's going on, and we're going to have uh, a little later Brian Smith back on the show. He's going to let us know who's next for Georgia on their trail as he heard as hearing from people. But if you look at the class right now, number one composite ranking, number one overall ranking on many, many services, this recruiting is objectively terrifying. Uh, if you look at the <laughs> D-line out of Texas, Joseph, who we got this uh, last week as well, 6'4", 275. Okay. Uh, that's giving me all the feels. Uh, of what could be uh, Devontae Wyatt at that three-tech, four-tech all over again. And if you think Devontae Wyatt's a slap, uh, uh, no, go back and look. That was explosiveness. That man had explosiveness in his hands, concrete in his hands. And he probably has he probably has a bigger ceiling. He probably does. I, 100%. Trayvon, maybe, maybe he can work himself into a Trayvon. There is no... Nobody on this list who you're not excited to see on this recruiting trail. We have the number one overall. We have 26 commits. It looks like possibly we're going to be adding more. And it looks like we might be adding a linebacker commit, an outside, a, a defensive, and a safety. Holy geez. If this winds up happening, we got Brian Smith on the show. He's going to let us know. If this winds up happening, we're getting another linebacker, another defensive end, another safety. All of a sudden, maybe, maybe we lose some kids. Maybe they flip. Maybe they change. Maybe they go somewhere else. But if we... If we work five stars into big time positions, linebacker you, yeah, that's Georgia. Uh, Havoc you, yeah, that's Georgia. Safety you, yeah, that's Georgia. Also, Kamari Lasseter call. He says, no, it's it's DBU, not just safety you. It's DBU. Eric Stokes says, yeah, I, I second that. If we get who we think we're going to get, and there are going to be some surprises, there are going to be some flips, there's going to be some disappointments. Uh, I think again, Wingo, uh, wide receiver, as well as a number of other. I think they're gone. They're, we're not getting them. Goodbye. Go to Ohio State. Go to Texas. Have fun. That's great. But if you look at the rest of them, if you look at the trenches and you look at key positions, safety, defensive, and linebacker, we're going to catch a couple of these guys. Raul is working on uh, KJ Bolden, and and we're going to catch a few of these guys. And if that's the case, this is going to go down as the best class in the history of Georgia until maybe the next class. 
but this is going to go down as the best class in Georgia. And this is going to set us up. We just retool. We restock. Brian Smith's going to be on. He's going to let us know our percentage chances. But if this is the case, my word, all you haters of Kirby can just go ahead and cry. And all the lovers of Kirby, go ahead and just soak it in. Don't talk about in two years, three years, four years. Just enjoy the show now because it's a show that is unlike anything else. It's quite incredible. Who's next? I We're going to get two of these three cats. Either defensive end, linebacker, safety, many of one or two in their rankings for their positions. We're going to get two of the three. I don't know which two of the three, but if we go three for three, no. Go ahead and quit college football. If we get two of three, fantastic. Because all this means is, again, restocking, retooling, more lotto tickets. Get them in, get disciplined, get trained, and it's going to be incredible. Just like the trench monsters we already have. This has been Lockdown Bulldogs, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day will be back tomorrow with more guests, more information, more news on the Bulldogs. We will see y'all then.